Hey guys, welcome back to ADHD Remission. Today we're going to be talking about a very special topic. So, um, I say about every video um, or episode. So, today we're going to be talking about, um, I'm not sure which of the, the six categories fits into. It's not dopaminergic, it's not endocrine disruptors, it's not PUFAs, it's not exercise. It could be considered nutrient deficiency, but I don't know. Let's just get into it. Um, today's episode is on high carb versus low carb for ADHD. So, um, this is, um, it can get kind of complicated. So, um, obviously if you look it up, um, I'll say that high carb is bad for ADHD (laughs) because there's, well, historically there's been a trend of, well, anything that you're going to, this is, this sounds kind of weird, but anything that you say like high is going to sound bad. So, um. The low low fat diet that was a thing, but they never called it like a high carb diet. And now they're using the word high carb diet to scare people, um, and then they're saying that you should follow a low carb diet. But what do you replace that with? So you're you're it's not you're not like having like low or something. Something else is high. It this might sound weird. I don't know if you guys are following this. Uh, you guys, I don't know. Um, but as you know, there's a low fat trend for a very long time. Um, and I believe that this is because. Um, the American Heart Association told us to eat less fat, um, and then eventually they started telling us to eat um, unsaturated fat and focus on unsaturated fats instead of saturated fats. Um, I believe, the reason I believe that they did this, um, you can type into your browser right now, A-H-A-P, um, the and symbol, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not sure how, how you say that, ampersand, A-H-A-P ampersand G. 1948 and type enter and that is why the AD, uh, the American Heart Association tells you to eat unsaturated fats <laughs> so um, yeah there's there's been this thing for a long time where the low fat diet and now there's the trend of the low carb diet so everyone thinks that carbs are bad for us is this really true and um, does sugar really cause ADHD spoiler I don't think so um, I think that sugar like in general, I'm not talking about added sugar. I don't think that's good for you. But the the nutrient sugar, because sugar is a nutrient, just simple carbohydrates are very important for children, right? These things are very, very, very important for children's development. And when you restrict them, you're just kind of going to make them tired. That's not really what you want because, I mean, that's just going to impair their development. Um, so I actually have a lot of experience with this. Um, I mean, up until... About four months ago, I you know never really questioned my diet. I just ate the standard American diet, and then over the last like six eight months, I've just been eating you know like quote like the normal like healthy diet. Just make whatever my parents make, right? Um, no attention to organic. No attention to you know endocrine disruptors in food, which I think are a pretty big problem. No attention to you know like oh should I be eating you know, more red meat, which is what I'm doing now. Um, but I got to this point where. You know, I was following a lot of lower carb people, and I was following some people who were, you know, saying maybe that's not a good idea, but the red meat is still a good idea. So, um, I had been following basically only meat and fruit for uh, probably like a couple couple weeks, maybe a month, and I felt really good. I felt way better than I ever felt before, and I wondered, maybe I'll feel better even without fruit, and so I did. I removed the fruit. I cut out the fruit, um, just went full carnivore, 100% carnivore. Um, <laughs> didn't take me long to figure out that, uh, something is terribly wrong. <laughs> so, um, no matter what, I could just not fall asleep. 
I think that this, so you guys probably don't care. Maybe you care about my experience. You probably care more about um, that the whole point of the episode, which is to tell you whether you should be eating low carb or high carb. Um, I'm just going to say right now, I think that you should be eating, I think you should match your carbs to your activity level. I think that we should be eating higher amounts of carbohydrates. Uh, if you want to just click off right now, you know, TLDR, that's it. So we're going to go in depth on this. Um, and the reason that you will not see this on Google. So let's just do an example. And obviously, um, if you're an experienced user of Google, you will know that this will happen with almost any condition. But let's type in high carb ADHD. Since children with ADHD have chronically low levels of dopamine, they are more likely than other children to crave and eat sugary or carbohydrate-heavy foods. Um, that's actually true. I, I thought I was going to disagree with whatever came up. That's actually true. So this is one thing that I will talk about is that um, a higher-carb diet can be kind of hard to manage, although I think it is more healthy. I think it's going to be harder to manage for individuals with, individuals with ADHD because carbohydrates can be addicting since they do have that you know short-term dopamine release. I think that... Um, in the long term, carbohydrates, when consumed in correct quantities and um, combined with an active lifestyle, I think that that will increase chronically dopamine, um, but they also do acutely or short-term increase dopamine, which can lead to you know, this uh, carb or sugar addiction. I never really experienced that, but yeah. So um, is low carb better for ADHD? When these, children's are, when these children are put on a strict or liberalized version of the keto diet, 40 to 60 grams of carbohydrates per day, ADHD symptoms improve. We, see, we have seen improved behavior and focus with both versions independent of full seizure control, says you know, some researcher. So um, I agree that from the standard American diet, if you do go to a keto diet, even the Mediterranean diet, if you go to a keto diet, um, your, your, um, your ADHD probably will improve. I don't think that has, has, I don't think it has to do with carbs. I think it has to do more with, um, the types of carbs. So there's two main reasons for this. The first one is that, um, a lot of people, they'll eat carbs and then they'll just sit on the couch. That's not what you need to do. Our ancestors, you know, if you look at hunter gatherer tribes in Africa, um, God, they call them uncivilized. I don't get it. I would love to do that. Like, right, honestly, if I had to be reborn, I would be reborn in one of these, you know, uncivilized hunter-gatherer tribes in Africa because those people have awesome lives, and in America, we don't. I mean, I have an awesome life, but <laughs> let's, let's just get to it. Okay, so these people eat, I think it's up to like 200, I think it's like 1,000 calories just from honey. So that's, we, you know, we've been told all this stuff, like, don't eat saturated fat, don't eat sugar, don't eat red meat, and... Uh, for 2 million years, we've eaten tons of red meat, tons of saturated fat, and tons of sugar. <laughs> so sugar is not the problem. I think the problem is uh, eating sugar and then not moving. Sugar, when I eat sugar, and I'm not just talking like before, you know, when I eat like decent amounts of fruit throughout the day, and right now I'm also eating a decent amount of potatoes, I have much higher energy levels. I find it easier to focus. I think that's because of the increased dopamine. Sometimes when school, when at school, like we're doing something really, really useless or, you know, I can find it hard. I can not find it harder to focus, but I kind of, I'll have to like move around or something just cause I, I, I don't think that's ADHD. I think that's a natural response to, um, the environments that we're put in, in our contemporary societies. That's why I believe that ADHD is overdiagnosed because, um, teachers mistake high dopamine for low, for ADHD when low dopamine is actually what is ADHD because I can still pay attention um, I'm just not paying attention to these useless things. And in many cases, I may have to fidget 
or I may have to, you know, like move my leg around or something because, um, you know, I have a bunch of excess calories I'm trying to burn off. I have a bunch of sugar I'm trying to burn off, right? Um, but overall, it helps me focus a lot better and helps me have a ton more energy to get through my day. Not just through my workouts, through everything. Um, yeah, so the, the, the main reasons, I think there's two main reasons that people with ADHD do so well on low carb. And I think that both of these reasons are, you know, reversible. And I think that you can do very well on ADHD on high carb. I'm doing very well on ADHD right now on high carb. Um, I eat a ton of calories because I, I work out. I'm trying to get bigger. Um, I'm th- I think I'm like 185. I just realized today I'm not really gaining weight. So I'm going to, you know, up my calories a little bit. But I'm eating, I think I eat like some honey or like an apple with breakfast. And then I'll eat, um, I'll eat just a bunch of potatoes for for lunch with some chicken and then right after my workout I have a cooked banana and I put a bunch of maple syrup on it and then you know maybe I'll drink some honey or I'll have an apple or something so I'm having a good amount of carbs um I have found this makes me feel a lot better than I did on the zero carb diet the zero carb diet I actually st- I was planning to do it for a month and I stopped it at four weeks because it just didn't feel good what am I talking about let's get back to the topic so the two main reasons that people do not feel good or feel way better with the low carb diet this is why we're seeing you know, this carnivore trend is, like I said, first, because a lot of people live sedentary lifestyles and, you know, when you eat a bunch of carbs and then you're sedentary, um, that's going to cause insulin resistance, which is going to cause a ton of problems. And I think that the, um, low carb diet also actually causes them insulin resistance, but obviously that is a much lower degree of, um, insulin resistance than the insulin resistance you're going to get from like not moving, <laughs> So, hold on. Let me go upside real quick. Um, yeah. So the first one is that people are combining carbs with sedentary lifestyle. I think that's why we're seeing all this stuff against carbs. I don't really believe any of it. Um, and then the second reason is because of um, the type of carbs that are being consumed. So a lot of times when you think about carbs, you're thinking about like maybe French fries, or like maybe you're gonna make McDonald's hamburger and you're getting the bun, or, you know, maybe you're eating some bread or something. And I think the problem here, and maybe you're eating like a donut or a pastry or something, I think the problem here is not really the carbohydrates. I think the problem is um, the, the, the lectins. So lectins are a kind of, almost all grains have lectins. I'm pretty sure sorghum is the only grain that has no lectins. Um, I wouldn't go eating too much sorghum though, it has a lot of poofa. But I'm all grains have like very high levels of lectins. So do beans. That's why I avoid beans. Um, but especially whole grains. This is why um, when I was eating rice for a little bit, I was eating white rice instead of brown rice because um, it has basically no lectins in it. Here's the thing. Don't eat white rice if you're not going to move around. White rice has a GI of like 100. <laughs> so it, it's literally, there's no fiber. So... It, the, the glycemic index is incredibly high and this is you know we've been told to avoid all these high glycemic carbohydrates I don't I don't agree with it I think that that's just because we're not exercising but if you're gonna eat some white rice make sure you move afterwards right 100 GI that's gonna cause a lot of insulin resistance if you're being sedentary so I stopped doing that just because it's giving me acne I didn't know why so I just cut it um, and I'm just stick to sugars like you know fruit maple syrup um, honey and then I'll do some potatoes. So, um, like I said, lectins. So the problem with lectins is that they 
basically destroy your gut. Um, and they, they irritate your gut a ton. And what's going to happen when you irritate your gut is uh, it's going to release a ton of serotonin. And that ton of serotonin is going to be very problematic for ADHD because it's going to block all your dopamine. Um, it's going to put you in this fatigued, you know, hibernating state where you're not really going to have any motivation to do anything. Um, you're just going to be in a super low dopamine state. We're learning a lot more about the gut and how it's kind of connected to everything. Nowadays, a lot of new research. Um, I think lectins are a big part of it. I think that um, the majority of serotonin just comes from gut irritants. I think that whole grains are gut irritants. I think that beans are gut irritants. Um, I think one of the worst offenders for gut irritants, for lectins, um, is actually gluten. And you've heard, and don't click off, you've heard a lot about gluten, gluten-free, gluten-free. Um, in my opinion, and my mom does not believe this at all, no matter, I can convince her of a lot of stuff. I don't think I'll ever be able to convince her that gluten is bad. Um, she just loves bread, but she won't. She won't listen to me, but um, gluten is not really good. I'm pretty sure gluten is like the most irritating lectin possible. Um, wheat, barley, rye are the main ones that have gluten. Um, like I said, sorghum doesn't have any gluten. Sorghum doesn't have any, any lectins at all. Um, so if I had to eat uh, a grain, that would probably be the one I would eat. But um, yeah, so like a, a bun, you're not going to have a sorghum bun. You're not going to have a, a sorghum donut. It's made with wheat, and the bun is made with... And also, um, you know, a lot of these things contain MSG. That's another thing that everyone thinks, you know, went away. Like, people people were saying gluten was bad for a while, and then it went away. Um, people were saying MSG was bad for a while, and I've heard my mom saying this. I've heard people uh, at my school saying this. Like, dude, MSG is, MSG is actually not that bad. The, the new scientific... No. So, do I have to go into MSG? Going, uh, it's just really cool. So MSG, um, anyone who's saying that MSG is not bad probably cannot tell me what MSG stands for. It means monosodium glutamate. Um, and if you can, I would question you, do you know what glutamate is? And glutamate is um, a neurotransmitter like dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, noradrenaline, acetylcholine. It's one of these, it's one of these neurotransmitters, all right? And these are very important in AHC. Um... Glutamate, in excess, is very neurotoxic. It has something called um, excitotoxicity because your brain gets to it, like, your brain gets put into, like, two of an excited, not like you're excited, like you're excited for something. It just gets put into, like, two of a fast state. And um, this is going to cause a ton of neurotoxicity. MSG is very neurotoxic, in my opinion. I would avoid it. But my main two points in this video, um, or this episode, is that the two reasons that people do better with Low carb versus high carb and keto diets and the carnivore diet is because the insulin resistance you're going to get from not eating any carbs is not as bad as the insulin resistance you're going to get from eating a bunch of carbs and then not moving. Um, and then food additives like MSG, uh, a lot is also known as yeast, yeast extract. That's where they're writing it as now. Um, there's a bunch of stuff, a bunch of food additives. And then the, the biggest thing is really just lectins, and they're going to disrupt your gut a lot. And that's going to be negative for your ADHD. That's going to cause brain fog, and it's going to release a ton of serotonin, which uh, if you haven't watched the seventh episode, you will know is not beneficial for ADHD because it lowers dopamine. Serotonin and dopamine have an um, inverse relationship. So, um, you know, when you see on uh, Google Health telling you that um, serotonin is low in here, that's just not true. Um, 
Yeah, it just about wraps it up. I mean, I've like I said, I've had experiences with literally zero carbohydrates. Um, I didn't have a ton of energy. Oh, the third reason. Okay, here's... Man, <laughs> I might actually need to start scripting these because this is... I mean, it's getting to a point. <laughs> man. But um, the third reason. Um, this is not a good reason. This is The first two reasons kind of make sense. The third reason, I think... Uh, is not a reason that you should do a low carb. The third reason is that um, when your body doesn't get any carbs, and this is why people can't sleep, they think they need less sleep on keto. That's what I thought. I was getting like six hours of sleep. I couldn't sleep at night. Oh, I have so much energy. It's because your body wants you to go and get carbs. So um, this super high level of energy is probably going to disappear in the first week or second week, unfortunately. Um, and this high energy is just high cortisol. And your dopamine is actually probably going to go really high for that first week just because um, uh, your body just elevates these things called catecholamines, um, mainly dopamine and uh, noradrenaline, and that's going to give you the energy that you need to go get some carbohydrates. Um, but yeah, most people uh, mis misinterpret this as increased energy when really this is increased stress. This is harmful for the body in my opinion. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. But, like, I experienced this, and I thought it was that I was improving my ADHD, and <laughs> it really wasn't. Um, but now that I'm on a higher-carb diet, I feel I feel really good. I mean, as long as you're getting carbs from clean sources, and as long as you're always moving after you eat carbs, don't, you have to walk. If you're going to eat a meal with carbohydrates, if you're going to have an insulin spike, and yet insulin spike is not bad, um, insulin should spike. The problem with insulin is when it doesn't spike, when it goes up and it just stays up or it takes too long to come down. Insulin spike is normal. Um, it's how the body is supposed to, insulin is supposed to spike. It's supposed to go up and it's supposed to go down. That's what a spike is. Um, if you're going to eat a meal that's going to give you an insulin spike, you need to walk afterwards because that's going to make the insulin come faster. Because if you're just laying down, then the insulin doesn't really need to come that fast. But if you're, if you're, if you're walking, if you're telling your body, okay, we're moving, what's going to happen is your body's going to pull all the nutrients into the cells where they need to be um, faster, and that's going to allow glucose to come down earlier. And that's just how you have higher insulin sensitivity. Insulin sensitivity is very important um, when you become insulin resistant. I don't think people become insulin resistant because of carbohydrates. I think they become insulin resistant because of polyunsaturated fatty acids. <laughs> We're going to be talking about those a lot on this um, show. But yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed and gotten value from this video. Again, the verdict is um, match your carbohydrates to your activity. But I would advise doing... I would, I would advise messing around. I would advise trying a bunch of stuff. I would advise that you do a higher carbohydrate diet. A lot of people... And I forgot to say this whole video, but a lot of people um, feel fine in the carnivore diet. They didn't really have any of the problems that I mentioned. Um... And a lot of those people are not sedentary. A lot of those people are like athletes and stuff, and they're like running around. I don't know. I would say try a bunch of stuff, see what feels best for you. But if you're not having problems on high carb, I would knock off it. Um, you know, unless you want to lose sleep for a night. But yeah, the verdict is higher carb. I, I would go higher carb. I would still have higher fat. Um, but please, for the love of God, make sure it's saturated fat. Um, do not be eating high carb with. You know, I would e even say like olive oil. If you're if you're gonna be, because here's the thing, long chain fatty acids. Oh man, it's gonna go on too long. 
I would just say, um, and if, here, if you have a question about this, because I'm, I'm not going to go too long, because it's already long. Um, if you have a question about this last thing I'm going to say, just email me, 8hdremission at gmail.com. Also, if you have any suggestions for an episode I should make. Um, I got a ton lined up, but, you know, I could always use more. Um, I would advise against eating, you know, nuts or any of these polyunsaturated fats. I would heavily, if you have to eat nuts throughout the day, if you have to eat something that's polyunsaturated, I would very highly advise that you do not eat it with any carbohydrates because um, those are going to cause acute insulin resistance um, through something called the Randall cycle, which I don't believe applies to saturated fats. I believe it applies a little bit to monounsaturated fats, but mostly polyunsaturated fats. This is why when you go to the hospital and you need lipids and they inject you with soybean oil, which is disgusting, I don't know why they do that, um, but they find that they can't, I'm pretty sure they can't give, you know, the soybean oil and the, you know, whatever carbohydrate source they're going to give at the same time because it will cause massive insulin resistance. But yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, eat your carbs, right? But don't, just, just try it out. For me, high carbs work best. Have a good day. And I'll see you in the next episode. Again, if you have any requests, email me.